You are now listening to the Demo Table Podcast. to the demo tape podcast hope how's everybody doing out there i hope everybody's had a great prosperous week so far if you're in school like i am hopefully your finals went well and everything like that your gpa and your grades and all that stuff is where you want it to be this episode that oh well, 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 before i start there remember you guys just can subscribe to the demo tape podcast or apple podcast google podcast stitcher radio spotify youtube wherever you get podcasts also remember to hit the demo tape podcast.com that's my website where I have all the archives of my episodes. So go ahead and check that out. If you missed anything or if you're new here and you want to figure out what um, you can expect from the show, go check out some of the old episodes. I've been doing this about a year. Actually, I have been doing it a year. So make sure you um, go check out my podcast. So this episode that I'm about to, this this episode here was supposed to have been recorded last week and released last week. But I uh, accidentally erased it off my uh machine the 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 equipment that i used to record a podcast i actually erased it by accident so it's taken me you know this whole week to kind of regroup and reorganize my words and kind of just see if what i was going to say if it still holds true this weekend i guess yeah yeah it does because there's been a lot of stuff going on in the uh black community a lot of inappropriate behavior from a lot of people um and a lot of just news in general that have inspired me to write I guess you could say a short of a short essay that I just I'm just going to read and speak out on the podcast today because I feel like it's very appropriate um, what I need to say and it's very needed what I'm going to say um, not only just for you to, for you my listeners but I'm also in a way talking to myself because um, yeah we, we're living in very interesting times and as somebody who is a historian I'm catching all of the little I'm picking up a lot of stuff now so what I pick up. I want to put it down so I can share it with y'all. And so hopefully that what I say that you'll be what what I'm about to read and speak to you. Hopefully it'll touch a nerve with you and get you thinking, because that's always been my goal is to use history to create a black media platform that gets my people are us thinking about our history and our future. Right. So with that said, let's go ahead and get started. So black people, we live in a system of white supremacy. Make no doubt about it. Ever since we've come over on America, this first slave ships all the way through this, this, this country has always looked to marginalize us and ostracize us and otherize us. And as Professor Black True says, and for those of you that don't know who he is, make sure you go to YouTube and check him out. The brother's very astute and he's bringing the truth all the time. But as he states, he states all the time that we are subject to a daily breaking process. And those of us that work in jobs and things like that. We know what that means. The, the constant microaggressions and, you know, 
the things that we go through on a daily basis, not to mention when you turn on the TV, the, the, the media depictions of yourself, the, 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 the box that you're constantly placed in. It's a daily breaking process. And the effects of this process permeate the black family and black relationships. It causes us to abuse ourselves on a daily basis and even those around us who we say that we love. Due to economic deprivation and miseducation, we have been conditioned, and notice my use of the word conditioned, to be skeptical and cynical of one another and fearful yet respectful of white people and white power. All aspects of our culture were shaped on plant, the plantations of America. We learn about ourselves and what we learn from ourselves, we learn on these plantations and we learn to abuse ourselves on these plantations. We also used to abuse, we also learn to abuse one another. Our experience during slavery was no different than a child who survives an abusive childhood. Obviously, the child will be affected, ment affected mentally and emotionally. But once the child is able to get away, live on their own, live their own lives and exercise their own power, the less and less they can and should be able to blame their parents for their life choices, failures and successes for the relationships they choose and how they get treated within those relationships. This is also the case with white supremacy. Even though we are still fighting it today, those of us that are, we must turn inwards. Black men and women do whatever you have to to get your minds healthy and focused on growth. We no longer have the time to waste trying to destroy one another while people like George Zimmerman murder our children and then taunt us about it. Murder our fathers and then taunt us about it. Murder our sisters and then taunt us about it. We have so much energy. We tend to have so much energy to destroy one another that is sickening to me. Seriously. Like this whole year has been a lesson in black bootlicks, I guess is the way to put it, or black sock puppets, black sock puppets or black political pawns for me. I've seen so many black people who the lay black person find thinks to be so powerful and thinks something to aspire to be only to be, in my opinion, um, uncovered and revealed as a fraud this week, this year. I mean, yo, man, we've had so many black men this year have become the face of the Me Too movement. And that is astounding to me because I'm not saying that no black men commit sexual assault. But what I'm saying is the Me Too movement was launched by black women against her claims of white men. And somehow black men have been the only ones convicted and going to jail and the only ones that are making documentaries about it. And not only that, there are some black women, not all of you. So I, I want to make that very clear. There are some of you, though, who are complicit in this deterioration or, or bastardization of the black male image in this country, which we know to be consistent. And all I want black people to do is start to align your ideologies, basically. All the things that you claim you understand will start to align them together and start to repel the coons and the bootlets and the bannies that are trying to destroy our image of, of one another and pull us apart from one another because we are all we have. Right. So black men, if you have hangups about black women that cause you to devalue, degrade and abuse them, fix it. And the same goes for black women, whatever's causing you. Some of you, but whatever's causing you to put your gender before your race so that you castigate and emasculate your men, fix it. We have no friends in this world. I think it's been proven time and time and time again through the different evolutions, even within this country and over the world. If you're that type of person that keeps your eyes not only on what's going on in your life, but also the lives of other countries and things like that, you'll find that black people, whether we black people in America, South America, Caribbean, Africa, Europe, we have no friends and we simply no longer have the time, nor should we tolerate any of those 
we don't have, we no longer have the time to collaborate with white supremacy to destroy one another and we no longer have the time to tolerate those who collaborate with white supremacy and that leads me to Stephen A. Smith Oprah Winfrey those type of people I know we aspire to be like these type of people because we are born into impoverished situations all over the country no matter where you grow or if you're not you're still born into a situation where you aspire most black people we aspire to have more than what we have there's nothing wrong with that but you have to watch who you follow and people that are willing to be to, are willing to be collaborators with white supremacy can no longer be tolerated. With Stephen A. Smith, and I spoke about it on the podcast episode before. With St- Actually, I definitely spoke about it on my YouTube. So definitely, because I, I don't always record the same episodes on YouTube that I release on my podcast. It's a kind of a different thing because that's kind of what I want to do. So if you guys are interested in what I talk about on YouTube, head over to my YouTube page, Demetrius Collins on YouTube. You guys can see all that. But anyway, Stephen A. Smith, what he did, siding with white supremacy, Against Colin Kaepernick, basically saying that Colin Kaepernick only wanted to control the narrative and that he wasn't serious was 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 disgusting and shameful to say the least. And in my opinion, there's just one man's opinion. Stephen A. should be dead to us. He's dead to me, in the sense that if he wants to talk to you about what he feels like is going on in the black community, to me Stephen A. has no leverage. He has no weight. He has no currency with me, and he shouldn't have any currency with you, because Colin Kaepernick is fighting the good fight, and we may not um, we may not agree with every little step that he took. I, and there's nothing wrong with us. We don't have to agree with one another all the time on every single thing that we do. That's not that is not the the goal. That should not be the goal of black people to just agree with one another. But the goal of black people should be ultimately to support each one another, especially when we all can readily identify that the cause is just. And what Stephen A. Smith did to try to tell Colin Kaepernick that you just don't want to play because it's not going to be on a level playing field and you got to just go for yours. Well, my brother, he couldn't for the simple fact that they were trying to railroad him as they already proved that they were going to railroad him. And no matter of history, seems to we seem to learn from. Because Colin Kaepernick, what he went through, and allow me to digress on this point for a minute before I get back to my actual what I'm actually wrote about. Colin Kaepernick was colluded against by white power overwhelmingly. Let's be honest about that. Not only, and so to get back into the league, he has to contend with that same white power. Now, they've already shown themselves to be not trustworthy, and they don't want the brother in the league because of what he might, he might rile up the other slaves. He might rile up the other, the other Negroes, all the other good Negroes. He might make them unhappy and start getting ideas in their head. You know what I mean? Very much, very similar to slave plantations, by the way. But anyway, Colin Kaepernick had to go back to these same white men to get a job. And these white men were trying to get him to sign away his rights and control the video footage of his workout. And if I was Colin Kaepernick, I wouldn't trust them either. And if you listening had any intelligence about you, which I assume that you do, most of you that listen to me, I'm not saying because I'm intelligent, but because I, well, actually I am intelligent, but the point is, I just feel like you guys, that people that listen to me are intelligent people. Y'all, y'all wouldn't even do that. I'm going to give you the benefit of that doubt. Y'all would not do that. So for Stephen A. Smith to tell Colin Kaepernick to hand over his entire narrative and his entire power to white men who have already shown that they're, that they're willing to ostracize him out of the league for nothing. When Josh Gordon, and I love Josh Gordon, and I, and I feel for the brother, but we have players like Josh Gordon who can't get their act together. But all Colin Kaepernick did was take a political stance. Come on, y'all. Like, y'all have to see this stuff. Like, it's imperative that we see this stuff. It's imperative that we call this, it's apparent that, it's imperative that we call this stuff out. And it's imperative that we resist it and stop trying to act like it's not real. What happened to Colin Kaepernick was the same thing that would, would, would happen to a black person at any stage in, a, in this country. It is no different. Nothing has changed. Just the technology 
and the means of way of the of which they use the tools of white supremacy have changed. But nothing else has changed. And I really really want to stress to black people a couple of things. That is the main one that you nothing has changed. Stop thinking because you go you, we, we grew up in this white supremacist system and we went to these white schools and we got to learn on white history or the white perspective of history. Stop thinking that so much has changed. Not that much has changed, black people. And be comfortable with that idea and change stuff. Stop just stop just being, I don't know, stop being an ostrich with your head in the sand and trying to forget that 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 everything and hide because you you're just scared of white supremacy. Just please, we need to cut that out. The second thing I want to address is this me too thing. I kind of spoke on it earlier. But I want to address it again because I want I want to drive home the point that. Like I said, we have Harvey Weinstein's, we have Matt Lloyd Lowers, we have Kevin Spacey's. That's just to name a few. There are a bunch of white men that have been called to the carpet on this Me Too thing. And I just want y'all to really seriously think about it, black women, especially black women, without getting defensive, without getting angry, without getting triggered. I want you to think about and, and, and not think about what you think is right. Think about what is right. Why is it that there has been multiple documentaries about black men dead and alive regarding their sexual indiscretions, whether they're alleged or true? But there is not a one on Harvey Weinstein or Matt Lauer or Kevin Spacey or anybody else. I need y'all to really think about that. And especially black women, because black men, I think we get that. And this is not to say that black men don't do anything wrong. But this is to say that I am tired and black women who are one who could one day possibly be mothers of black sons. You should be tired of black men becoming the face of everything negative that the society has to offer. We are the face of everything when it is so far from the truth that we should be. And black women like Oprah and, 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 and all the others that were that were the mob on social media during the during the Bill Cosby trial that were calling for the basically the, the, the digital lynching of Bill Cosby. You guys should be ashamed of yourselves. And I'm going to keep driving this home because you should be not because we're Bill Cosby. And R. Kelly and Michael Jackson, what they allegedly did, which I'm not going to put Michael Jackson in the same co- uh, context as R. Kelly or Bill Cosby. I'm not going to put them in the same context as R. Kelly. Because R. Kelly, I, I, I think we can safely assume what R. Kelly, yo, you know, so, yeah. So I'm not going to put them in the same. But, but the point is, what Michael Jackson was allegedly accused of, what Bill Cosby was allegedly accused of, they're being drugged through the mud. And the most despicable aspect of it all should be the dead man. The man who has been dead for 10 years. That should scream something to you. Black people, that should scream something very foul. Like when you see a dead man being dragged through. And the men that are accusing him are obviously liars. The parents have been proven to be liars and money grubbers. And yet we still go along with it. And I didn't watch the documentary about R. Kelly because you know what? I don't care. I don't care to see another black man. Another black man on TV and white black women who wish they were white women and, 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 and black um, uh, black people cheering for this. This man is going to go down. White supremacy is going to take black men down, whether or not they're guilty, whether they're guilty or not. That's a fact about this system that we're that we're caught up in, that we're prisoners in, is that black men are going to be punished, whether they're guilty or not. So white supremacy does not need the extra black push. It does not need it from us. Because what will be, will be for a brother. How many brothers got lynched during the Jim Crow for allegedly raping white women, y'all? Wake up! Stop being sleep at the wheel because you're scared. It's okay to be scared, but it's not okay to be a coward. 
It's okay to be scared. It's not okay to be a coward. And everybody pretending like they don't see what's going on here. You're being complicit. And like I said before, we do not have time for collaborators with white supremacy. And Oprah is a collaborator with white supremacy. Now, I don't have the power to do anything to Oprah, but my point is I'm trying to get you guys to recognize what she's doing and what other black people like her doing. We cannot watch the white media. We cannot watch CNN. We cannot watch Fox either. We cannot watch MSNBC because we are not represented on there. Those people are not what Tariq Nasheed likes to call foundational black Americans. They're not. And I, and, and I want to digress onto another point too, since I, since I brought up foundational black Americans. We need to stop projecting as black people. And we're both guilty. Black men and black women are definitely guilty of this. And we did it with President Obama. Some black women did it with Meghan Markle, which I'll never understand because Meghan Markle is nothing like the average Afri- true African-American black woman. She looks nothing like you. And, you know, I just think that that's just really disgusting. But that, I'll digress on that. The point I'm making is we have to stop projecting. Barack Obama recently. OK, let me start here. Recently, I tr- I've just began the, the process of tracing back my lineage, not the DNA, not the DNA to tell me that I'm 80 some percent African or whatever, because I already know that I'm talking about tracing back the names of my family members and their origins back to slavery. I recently began that and I traced it back. And what that led me to what that led me to realize, which I already knew, but it put it in concrete stone when you're looking at the 1870 or 1880 census and you see your descendant on there. What that put what that made what that crystallized for me was that Barack Obama is not one of us. And I know that it's comfortable for black people to accept anybody and everybody that claims to be down for you, but black Barack Obama's father is an African. And while they have their own fight with white supremacy that they're failing at miserably, he has no relationship to black Americans. Barack Obama's father was black, African, and his mother was a white woman from middle America, like Kansas or something. I don't know, something like that. And I read his book. I remember reading his books and realizing that too. But when I did my own research to my own family, it just, the first thing that popped into my head was like, wow. So black people, we must stop caping for every other group and every other person who claims to be speaking for us. Because at the end of the day, the only people that understand your experience in this country are the descendants of American slavery. Descendants of American slavery. Not Barack Obama, as much as he's married to... Michelle Obama and all that. She's from Chicago. He himself, his own experience is not that of a black, a, a, a black American, a true, a real descendant of slavery, black American, not a Caribbean American who immigrated here, not a Nigerian American or Kenyan American who came over here. And, I, and a lot of that has to do with how you identify in your own mind. It has less to do with, with American slavery totality. But the American slavery part is what ultimately links all of us together. And we need to take that very seriously because we have a 2020 election coming up and none of the candidates are going to do anything for us, you on an individual level, me or us as a group. These politicians are able to come up with specific policy for the economic empowerment of Asian people. These politicians can come up with DACA and other legislation for illegal immigrants, laws for gays. Hell, the LGBT T community got a whole all-star game moved over a bathroom bill, a quote-unquote discriminatory bathroom bill. And what do we get as foundational black Americans? We get George Zimmerman shooting our kid down in the streets and then suing the mother of the, of the, the victim, trying to say that he's a victim. 
That's what we get. We get the 94 crime bill. We get the first black president who everybody was crying and so happy to have an office. We get him signing a Blue Lives Matter bill in the midst where we're fighting, scratching the claw to try to get justice against police brutality. The first black president that we all projected and thought that he was going to be our savior, he signed the, the Blue Lives Matter bill. We said Black Lives Matter. He said, no, niggas, shut up. Blue Lives Matter. That's what he said. You're our great, fearless black president who we love so much and he made so much progress for us. Oh, not to mention, we get Joe Biden and the 94 crime bill, a.k.a. Biden's law. The author, the architect of modern the modern industrial prison industrial complex, the mass incarceration of black men. Make no make no make no mistake, um, black people. Black, I mean, America is still a country of slavery. Don't get it twisted. When Abraham Lincoln wrote the Thirteenth Amendment and said that black people could you could you you were free, but you could be slaves. People could be slaves if they're convicted of law. You did you guys have still haven't you guys don't get the translation, huh? That all a lot of black men are being funneled into prison systems. We still don't get it. And that's what I'm saying. Wake up. Take your head out of the sand. Stop pretending like you live in a post-racial utopia because you don't. You don't. You live in a country that has never had love for you. But guess what? And it's taught you by proxy or by, by, by through osmosis to not have love. Not even by osmosis. By brutality, legislation, media depiction to not love yourself, not trust yourself, not believe in yourself. That has to stop. We need, oh yeah, Bernie Sanders and Joe Biden are a non-starter for us black people. We do not vote for them. And in my opinion, we do not vote, period. That is not to say we're not going to be engaged in the voting process. That's to say that we're not going to leverage, we're going to use the power. We're going to assert our power and leverage our vote for something more than just Hillary Clinton doing the wobble. Or Bill Clinton playing the saxophone. Or Barack Obama just being black and nothing else. We need to practice what historian John Henry Clark calls the essential selfishness of survival. We can no longer put the wants and desires of Latinos, LBGT, LGBT, immigrants, or anyone else above our own. What has been historically done to us has been done to only us and no other subgroup or quote unquote minority group shares that history. That all they do is manipulate it and try to come up off of us. And we need to cut it out, black people. It's time for us to 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 kick to, to, to cash in on our own pain and suffering. Our ancestors went through Jim Crow, slavery, lynching. Only for some Latinos to come over here and be like, well, we can discriminate against too. So let's start. No, 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 no. There is no black and brown. There is no minority. There is no women of color coalition. There's only black men and black women. I don't give a damn about your sexuality. I don't give a damn about how you identify with yourself. You a black man that, that wants to be a black woman. I don't give a damn. As long as you identify that you're black and you put being black first and you make black in a political agenda and an economic strategy. We must stop with this crap. Letting everybody else walk all over us being the, perver- the proverbial or metaphorical Coat over the puddle for white people, Latinos, and Asians. Well, they build up their communities. Our community, all we get is damn fast food and piggly wiggly. No other group has has went through in this country what we went through. Not the Latinos. And don't let them try to tell you that bullshit. 
Think we have no camaraderie, no commonality with any other group but one another. And yet we always try to find out how to get away from one another. And that is our downfall. It has been our downfall historically and while, while we was in Africa. And guess what? It's going to be our downfall here unless we fix this shit. So fix it. I don't want to hear no more excuses, black people. I'm not taking any more for, anymore from myself. And you shouldn't accept any more from you. We must fix ourselves so then we can go out and build in our communities. We are not broke because simply because white people don't like us. We're broke and our communities are struggling because we do not build. We do not build. The men and the women of the black community do not build. All the education in the world that black women allegedly have. They're doing so much better than black men, black men, but yet they've done nothing for the black community. So black women, don't let white people fluff your heads up. Y'all better cut it out. You're only as strong as your men, and black men, you're only as strong as your damn women. And both of you, only as strong as your damn children. So cut it out with this civil war that we have amongst each other because we're not okay with our own selves and our own mind. Work on being okay with yourself, black people. Think, think differently. Learn to think differently. Learn to do differently. The revolution starts in your mind. We don't need guns and taking over court buildings. We need to take over our own minds. Because the white psyche, white beauty standards, white everything has been placed and planted in our mind since before we were even born. Since before our parents were even born. This is a legacy. And we've got to change that. The older generations, they did what they could. They, in my opinion, they led us astray, but they did what they could. And now they served their time. It's on us now. It's on us now. And we need to take the reins up. It's like I said, and stop being scared of white power. It can't do nothing to you that, it, that hasn't already been done. So we are not. So no longer do you respond to somebody calling you a person of color. Black women, you are not women of color. We are not minorities. If, a, if you see a politician or a pundit on TV talking that minority crap, you need to ignore it. They're not talking to you. There is nothing minor about your experience in this country. The, brut the brutality, the racism, the underhanded, the underhanded dealings in real estate, segregation without proper economic distribution. Don't, don't talk to me. For all you dumbasses out there that will retort that you don't expect the politician to do nothing for you, but you're going to go vote anyway, you are a coon and a traitor. Straight up. And we need to start using these type of terms because we, our situation is dire and we don't have time. We simply do not have the time for coons, collaborators, traitors, bedwinches, bedbucks. We don't have time for any of these people. Nothing in this country has been given to black people. Any progress that we've achieved has been when we got fed up with the status quo. It's when we said enough is enough. Not when Abraham Lincoln said, not when the civil rights marches happened. No, black people took our destiny in our own hands long before these movements. And we need to do it now. Because if we don't, we're going to continue to suffer. What has been done, what must be done for us is going to have to be done by us. White people are not and have never been a benevolent humanitarian people as a group. You might find individuals. An individual does not mean a group, people. Just because you have one white friend that's down and claims that they get it, that does not mean all white people get it. Just because you fucking on some white pussy or you suck some white dick, that don't mean that everything is better just because you got your white God in your, li in your life. White people are warlike people. 
They will not give in. They will not give in to our desires politically or anywhere else because it threatens them. And even if that threat is only perception and not reality, it does not matter to them. If they perceive that black people are making advances, they get uncomfortable and they turn violent. This is a fact, and a lot of people don't want to hear this. And you don't. A lot of black people get scared because the black people just want to live in a, a mystery, Pharisee, fancy, fantasy land, the land of make believe. Neverland, that's where y'all want to live in. Neverland. Y'all just don't want to fucking grow up. Do not be scared to assert your individual. And we as a group should not be as scared to assert our group power for fear of white power. We don't. It doesn't have any bearing on our success. And anytime we're waiting for white people to do something for us, to give us something black people, we're going to be waiting as soon as you get, as soon as you accept that reality, we will see our we will see our fortunes in this nation change. We must understand, and not just us, but the kids. When we start having, for those of us that already have kids, I don't have kids, but for those of you that already have kids, when you have kids, and if you already have kids, let your kids understand that whatever they're gonna have to get in their life, not simply you gotta work ten times harder. No, 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 no. That's 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 half of the truth. That's not the whole truth. The truth is anything as a black person that you want. In this world, it's going to have to come from you and people that look like you. And if we don't, and if that's, and if we we don't have enough to survive off of as a community, then that says a lot about us. And there's a lot of work that needs to be done. Now, I know a lot of black people don't want to hear this because it's not convenient. It's not typical nigga talk. I'm not talking about sports. I'm talking about real life. I'm talking about politics and economics and spiritual wealth and self-esteem. I'm not talking about bullshit, but everything I'm saying is true. We must assert individual and group power. We must. And the first way we do this is with our vote. As a group. Individual, that's on you. Everybody's got to do their own individual thing. We can't control the individual. But as a group, this is our. that's the first way we're going to assert. We're going to not disengage from the voting system, meaning not pay attention. We're not going to vote. And we shouldn't vote until these politicians start talking correct. Our ancestors toiled to build a wealthy nation. We are the poorest people in that nation. There's something wrong there, black people. So drop your nuts, men. Women, y'all are stubborn. I know black women, y'all are stubborn and fierce and strong. And y'all need to, we need to channel all that into political and economic endeavors. Because that's what will bear fruit. And if white folks want to forsake us and not pay attention to the black vote and and go with the Latino vote and try to galvanize that, fine. Let them do that. But I'm going to tell you something. This country can't go without black people, y'all. It's a fact. And no other group is going to be able to do what we have done for this country or do what we're going to do for this country because all they're going to try to do is become white, little white supremacists themselves. The Latino, Latino community, they come over here and they forget, they forget Spanish. They, they say that they hate the Mexican flag. Trust me, I've heard, a Mex, I've heard Mexican people say that they hate the Mexican flag. And they want to become honorary, not even honorary, they want to become white supremacists. So stop with the, we have a, we have a camaraderie with Latinos. We don't. There may be some there may be some, but like I said, that's not representative of the group. There may be some Latinos that get it. Like, hey, man, at the end of the day, we're all, you know, in this together. But we're not. Because at the end of the day, we have to do for us. And we're the only ones not doing for us. And I hope everybody understands that. I hope y'all, I really do hope y'all get that. Please. Not to be condescending, but I hope y'all get that. We're the only group not doing for ourselves. We're the only people that don't, aren't motivated by our, by our own what we could get. We're motivated by, oh, we helped out the immigrants. Oh, we helped out the dreamers. 
Oh, Meghan Markle, she got a white saddie. I'm so happy. We're, ha- we're so happy for everybody else. And we live vicariously through everybody else. Start living for yourself. Start getting some benefits that you can reap. Stop, waiting, stop trying to pilfer off everybody else's success and hoping that you can get some type of ally that's going to help you get some to get, to get respected in this country. We'll be respected when we stop being disrespected. So I want to end it here. There is nothing more that white people or white power can do to black people that hasn't already been done in some form or another. The only thing left for us to do is do what hasn't been done. Do what we haven't done. And that's empower ourselves. Empower ourselves. That's the only thing we haven't done in this country. And I get it. Every time we try to step up and empower ourselves, we get met with white power. But guess what, y'all? Maybe it's time that they get, they get some damn black power. How about that? How about we build and we protect instead of building and hoping that nobody messes with us? That's not the way of the world, y'all. So we have to build and protect. Build and protect. Do not be scared. Because this is your children and your grandchildren that this is going to affect. That's why it's so empowering to look up your lineage. Because then the Civil War, Jim Crow, all those things have a much deeper context to you. When you know for a fact where you came from. Not Like I said, not just you come from West Africa and you're this and that. No, 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 no. I mean the slaves in America and what they went through led to where you are now and what we have to do now because the generations before us have let us down let's be honest they've let us down they have not fought for political anything to be honest with you not since the 60s no and even in the 60s they fought for the wrong things so now black people it's on us the younger generation the the, i would say the 40 and younger it's on us it really is i'm not gonna say 40 younger any black person that can listen to what i'm saying and people that talk like me and you can grasp what i'm saying it's on you and you agree with what I'm saying, it's on you then. It doesn't even matter your age. But generally speaking, those over 60, those over 55, they're done with us. They've done, they're done with us and they've been done because all they ever wanted to do was cozy up next to white folks. And cozy up and hope to become the first black CEO or the first black this or the first black that. See, that's what they considered was success, being the first and only black. That's not success, black people. Look around. Look around you. And stop with all this silliness. Get your mind right first. That is the first step. We cannot do anything unless you're thinking and feeling more healthy than you are today. We cannot do this with a bunch of unhealthy Negroes who need to be in charge or who need or stuff needs to be all about them. Or they just don't want to do nothing with black, but another black man because they just got, like I said, cynicism and skepticism. Got a hatred of your own. Purge yourself of that. Understand that you have probably have some of that in you. Accept it. Get it out of you. And let's move forward and let's grow. Thank you all for listening to the Demo Tape Podcast. You can subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, wherever you get podcasts. I try to drop this every Thursday. I didn't before because I was in school and in finals. And during school, my, my releases are going to be infrequent. But but let me, let's, let me make one thing clear to y'all. I'm going to stay the course with this podcast. I'm going to continue to bring the history and the information and perspective to y'all that I feel like is necessary and that we need. It ain't going to stop. It may slow down due to my workload and me trying to balance things and stuff like that, but my work is never going to stop. This is my life's work. So thank you all for listening to the Demote Podcast. Until next week, y'all.